This is episode 60 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you're doing well. The family and I are doing well. Uh, This week, we have a special guest on the show. Uh, One of my favorite people in the entire world. The love of my life, my son. Uh, And we are going to be getting an update on his transition from um, public school. I'm sorry, from homeschool to public school. Um, Just a little background for the new listeners. Um, I homeschooled my son from preschool up until fourth grade. Um, after fourth grade, uh, we decided that him going to a uh, to going into as we called it at the time the big school um, was best. Uh, but it is very interesting to see how a child is definitely different when they have those homeschool foundations. Um, it kind of just. Uh, It gives you that contrast as compared to a child who had been in public school all along. Um, I felt like it was important to get certain foundations down for him before entering into it. Because the school system is just that. It is a system. And there is a lot of important psychology and a lot of important numbers and statistics behind the things that happen to our children in public school. If the children are not aware of this system, how and why it works against them in school, um, it can become discouraging to a child. Um, I don't think, I believe in keep it real parenting. I don't believe in sugarcoating things for your children. So I'm a firm believer in telling our kids exactly what it is, especially with black boys, because we do understand, you know, how things will go for them throughout the course of their lives. Um, You know, so I definitely have went into detail and explained to my son, you know, about racism, about what to look for to report to me if he ever does feel discriminated against, just so he is aware of what's going on. I feel like if you don't know, if you don't know what you don't know, certain things happen, children blame themselves and things really get to these children. So as long as we keep it real, it is. And and, and I know some parents have the concern of, you know, well, I don't want to discuss that with my child because I don't want it to become a crutch or an excuse for them. Um, and, and that's not fair either, because uh, white supremacy is a very genius and intricate system. Um Uh, To tell a child that it doesn't exist or it's all in their mind or that there is no, you know, system uh, holding them back or looking to get them off track. It's not fair. Um, Our children recognize more than we think that they do. Um, It is better to have them be aware of the system and how it works. That way, you know, they can understand certain circumstances and why they may occur the way they occur. And their child is not in the dark, you know, about how all this works. So, um I know we had my baby on the show. It's been about a little over six months ago now. So I think it's a good time to go ahead and have an update, see where he's at. Um, You know, continue to look into the compare and contrast as far as uh, homeschool to public school. So we are going to go ahead and welcome my son in this next segment. 
I would like to welcome to the show my sweet, wonderful, loving son, my favorite little human being in the whole wide world, my love, Elijah. <laughs> welcome to the show, Elijah. <laughs> you were a fan favorite. So many people was like, my favorite episode is the episode which you have your son on there. I said, look, you're the fan favorite, son. <laughs> so we are looking for your expertise today. Um, we're looking for your expertise as a young man who experienced a few years of homeschool and has also experienced public school. Um, there's a lot of parents out there where they're thinking about homeschooling their kids. They don't really know if they should or not. It's probably some kids that listen and are curious about homeschool but want to know what it's like. So we are looking to get an update on your opinion, your thoughts as a kid who was in homeschool for a while and is now in public school. Now, for all of the new listeners who may not know, um, I homeschooled my son from um, pre-K uh, up until fourth grade. Um, and then after fourth grade, we decided that he wanted to go to the big school, as we um, call it. So um, I found that it was very important for us to set uh, foundations for him initially. Um, nine times out of 10, whatever a child is groomed to believe up until approximately ages 11 through 13, those beliefs and foundations pretty much stick with that child for the remainder of their lives. So the foundations that you set for them in their early years are very um, important to their development as black children. Um, now, myself personally, my parenting style is keep it real with your children. Um, if we do not keep it real with the children, then, you know, you guys end up going throughout your life, learning things the hard way. And so I don't think it's a good idea as a parent to really lie to kids and make it seem like it's the way it's not. I believe in tell you the truth. So you can be prepared because we know, you know, that life is different for black people than it is for everyone else. And you guys need to be prepared for that. And some parents feel like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to cripple my child or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to um, scare them. But, you know, it's a reality and it's not a crippling. And we, we have to give more credit to how intricate of a system white supremacy is. Because if we tell the kids that it doesn't exist, oh, and no one's stopping you, no one's holding you back, that's not necessarily true. I think it's important for them to understand that they do want to achieve their dreams. And it's not to make an excuse, but it's not fair to children to have this intricate, elaborate system trying to get them and tell them it does not exist. That is not helping the children. Uh, if anything, it'll have them take more pride in their accomplishments because they'll understand that they made these accomplishments, even though there is a system designed to make sure you don't accomplish those things. So when you do accomplish your dreams, it means even more because you did it, even though you had so many obstacles against you. Um, so, Elijah, uh, before we get started, do you remember our last episode where you joined me on the show? And we were talking about homeschool. Um, I remember it 
a little bit. A little bit? Mm-hmm. Make sure you can speak up so people can hear you now, okay? we You're the expert here. We are here for your expert opinion, all right? We need to hear you, okay? Okay. We need to hear what you got to say. Um... So when we had you on the show before, we basically wanted to know what your opinion was about homeschool. So now that you have went through elementary school in public school and now you're in middle school, now you're in sixth grade. So now that you've experienced public school in elementary school and middle school, um, do you still have the same opinion or what is your current opinion on uh, on homeschool as compared to public school? Um, middle school is way different than the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, being in middle school, people think that, like, they're growing up, um, they're changing as a human being, so I feel like they're feeling themselves a little bit. Okay, so you, you see the difference where in elementary school it was more kiddish and you feel like now everyone's trying to be grown? Yeah. Do you feel like social media like TikTok or Instagram makes the kids feel like they're more grown than what they are? Um, yes, because I feel like if they be feeling themselves if they have a hundred followers, they'd be like, I'm the most popularest person in this class. <laughs> Make sure y'all follow my TikTok, my Instagram. <laughs> um, That's a lot of pressure. I definitely know they uh feel themselves if you have like a if if you're a kid with like a million followers on TikTok or Instagram, they then you're definitely gonna be like, I'm Instagram famous. I I have that blue check mark. I Wait, it's kids that it's kids in middle school that have like a million followers? There's a kid in middle school that has three million followers. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh my like at your school? Um, there's a kid out of school that has a million followers, but not three But there's followers. kids, you know, your age that have, like, three million followers? Wow. The highest person in our school that has a million followers, he has, like, two million followers. And his name's, like, Daniel, something like that. Don't put the man's name out. Oh. What the hell you know when a man want his name on the show, bro? God damn, bro. They're going to come to you at school like, bro, you put my business out. Okay? <laughs> okay, so... Do you feel like, well, I feel like the focus of school is supposed to be learning. So do you feel like with social media, do you feel like it distracts you guys from your schoolwork? Yes, because we was testing one time and there was this kid that was making a TikTok in the middle of testing. Oh my gosh, are you serious? When they asked to go to the bathroom and... They went in the bathroom in the boys' bathroom. There was these two boys, and they was doing the renegade dance in the bathroom with their phone stuff. Oh, instead of taking their test. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Now, you know, when I was in school, we didn't have any social media. Mm -hmm. The first social media that we had was a social media called MySpace. Have you ever heard of MySpace? I heard of it, but I... Oh, I'm old. Oh, thank you. So you really just made me feel, oh, it's just that. Well, we didn't have, there was no social media. There was no, it was none of that. There wasn't even really cell phones. Like we had cell phones, but they was like flip phones and not, I didn't get one. So I was like 17 years old and 
They were really tiny. They did not have all the video and camera capabilities that they have now. So I personally, when I look back to when I was your age, I can't imagine being your age and having to already deal with, you know, school and the crazy stuff that come with that and finding yourself and then also having to deal with um, making sure how many followers I got and this person got more followers than me and this person ain't following me. So I'm going to unfollow them and Insta fame. And that's too much for kids to deal with me personally. Um, now, I'm sorry I got us all off track. I mean, like, I feel like kids want to be Instagram famous because of one reason. Why? Um, namely, my two reasons. Mm-hmm. Money and to be noticed. I feel like that because if, I feel like if you notice, then people will respect you more because if they don't really disagree on you, there's like 10 more million people that will be on your side compared to that other person. Mm-hmm. And with the ads part, since you're like, if you have 10 million followers, those 10 million people, if like, say, Chick-fil-A or um, GameStop um, um, asks you to be in the ad, then that's 10 million more people that GameStop gets to buy their... <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's a good thing in a way because it allows people to make money. But, again, sometime with school, you need to be able to come home and leave school at school. With social media, you come home and the people can basically follow you home because they have your Instagram or your TikTok accounts or whatever like that. So, um, but anyway, so back to my original question I was asking you. So now that you've gone through, you know, elementary school, middle school, um, how do you feel about homeschool now? I know that before our last interview, you said that you were kind of 50-50 on homeschool. You said that there were things about homeschool you liked better, and then you said there were things about public school you liked better. So now that you've experienced middle school and sixth grade and everything, how do you now feel about homeschool, or do you feel the same way? I feel like homeschool's gotten better um, for my reasons because I see some of these videos that homeschool has our, like, whole classrooms and, like, a whole... Um, TV that they watch educational videos on, and um, they have homeschool. Some homeschools have whole computers and like a, a a cafeteria, which is the kitchen that's bigger. So I feel like homeschool definitely improved throughout the six months. Well, well, I mean, like your homeschool experience. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I see everybody has different homeschool experience, but we specifically want to know for you. Like now, your personal homeschool experience and your personal public school experience how do you feel about homeschool with um, your homeschool that you experienced i'm still 55th i feel like okay. nothing has really changed about my opinion of homeschool oh, okay so you still kind of feel like there's things about homeschool you like and things about public school that you like mm-hmm. okay now um i i noticed that there is um there is new ideas that are being not necessarily new, but I would say these ideas are new to be introduced as mainstream. You know what mainstream means? Mainstream means like majority of people. It means like the public, like the world, like the main people of the world. So I, I know that there is this whole thing going on. It's become very big. I've seen you talk about it. I've seen things of your classmates talking about it on your phone. And, you know, it, 
I feel like this is not something that you guys are old enough to have to deal with or talk about or have to even consider. Um, but how do you feel uh, about how, you know, people feel like they can kind of pick their own gender or, you know, how do you feel now that they're kind of teaching you to not assume someone's gender, like, um, do you feel like that puts more pressure? Do you, is that something that is talked about a lot at school? What's your thoughts on that? Um, I feel like if someone's like gay or transgender at our school, I feel like the way that the, the people are in my school, they won't really care about your gender. Um, some people will probably make fun of you because this is transgender at our school. Um, people don't really make fun of her. She has friends, um... I don't know if it's a she or he, but she, um, she has... What is it dressed like? Um, he has, like, a tomboy. So you don't know if it's a boy or girl? What's its name? Oh, never mind. You're right. I just thought about that. I'm like, oh, we can't... But see, I, I guess I was asking a name because I want to know if, if it has a boy or girl name. Does it have a boy or girl name? Um... Yeah, a uh, boy name. A boy name? Yeah. I really want to say this. Don't say the name, I, but I, it, I it's so it's a boy that dressed like a girl? Yeah. Or is it a girl that dressed like a boy? Uh, I, I'm so confused in that because, like, he looks like a boy and, like, a girl at the same time. And it's just so confusing. Okay, this is so interesting to me. So he or she, I don't know what, so it is at school and it tells you guys I'm transgender. Mm-hmm. Wow. She dyed her hair rainbow one time. Wow. Purple, green. Uh, she was like, you can hit me if you want to. Uh, she was like, she or he, she like, I love the one I am and I love my gender. Okay. Well. But there was this one person, everybody was shocked. There was this one boy that wore, that weird girl leggings before him. Uh, for war, two days. not weird. War, sorry, war. <laughs> before, and two days in a row, he had like you know them black thin girl girl, girl leggings. Uh-huh. He was wearing those to school. He was a boy. He had the girl hairstyle, and like he was just like a girl for those two days. And everyone was like, what is, and they was like, bro, look at that dude over there. But what is he wearing? And he was like. He was, he was acting like it was normal. So let me ask you this. Do you feel like people do, do you feel like kids really feel that way? Or do you feel like they do it because it kind of makes a big deal and gets attention? I really don't know. Because one person likes the way she is and the other person does it for clout. I really don't know if it's a mix or if it's one or the other. Did you say clout? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. Y'all so grow. Like, what y'all know about these words? That is too funny. I thought clout meant, like, attention. Yeah, clout means, like, you know, I'm stirring up a pot for some kind of attention or something like that. So, but that's just funny to hear you <laughs> say the word. Okay, so, um, now... Do you feel like at your age um, that it's appropriate for people your age to even 
be talking about anything like sexual based or gender based. No, I don't really. Th- I feel like we should really be focused on school and art um, accomplishments that we want to accomplish. There was these two um, kids when I went down to PE to go to my art class. They um they looked at each other and they kissed each other on the lips, and it oh. was in sixth grade. And then I was like. She was like, and they was like, what? That's just how we do it. And I, and I was like, I'm just not a student. So I walked away, and I was like, everybody was just so shocked that they would actually do that in sixth grade. Right. Yeah, because you guys are babies. You guys are kids. Like, you have your whole lives ahead of you. Like, you guys really should. I. It makes me sad. And see, the now, from my personal opinion, I liked homeschool better because we were able to better mediate and kind of control who we had in the school. Um, You know, everyone in the school was on the same page. We were all African people that were looking to provide African education for our African kids. You know what I'm saying? So everyone, nobody was even worried about introducing sexual communities to you guys. There was no... No social media. I feel like as a parent, I feel like you and your classmates, you guys were uh, better able to just be kids and just get your education. I feel like in public school, you don't control who you go to school with. So you're there with all kinds of kids that are exposed to kind of like all kinds of things. And for me, that's scary because I know like when I was your age, I didn't know what transgender was. I didn't even, I had heard the word gay, but I didn't really know what gay was. There wasn't any kids at my school that was like, oh, I'm gay or I'm, it was none of that. So, you know, I know that these are things that you guys, unfortunately, you're going to be exposed to it. Um, I feel like you have a good understanding though of what it is. I feel like you respect that this is a decision that someone made for their life. But it's not, it doesn't mean that you have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? We can't control what people do. People are going to do what they want to do. But I feel proud that you do understand that you're a kid. You need to be worried about other things. You need to be worried about basketball. You need to be worried about, you know, Xbox with your friends. You need to be worried about what you're going to get on a test. Um, when it comes to things like sexual communities, that is not something you even well, need to be involved don't even in. Don't get me about how much they talk about that at school. Talk about what? Um, sexual things. Does it make you uncomfortable? Yeah. Like, if you don't mind. See, I like this real honest conversation that we're having right now. So, what kind of things specifically do people talk about at school when it comes to that? I know it's awkward, but... You know, we having a real, we having a real conversation. They so they're making jokes. They're oh, making jokes. Oh no, that's the word. Oh, I know it's God. cringe. Oh, they're making jokes about. So are oh, you gonna put the stick in the box? Oh my God. You don't even want to say the I things. I don't even know why I know this stuff. <laughs> stuff i blame them kids <laughs> they're the ones that told me what i mean what they is it tell us oh i'm gonna f your mom oh my god your mom was in my bed last night that's what she said oh my god they saying that about people mamas really like, oh my god. 
Oh my God, that's so horrible. Call me. Call me. Um, that is why I just don't want to see it. It's so disgusting. I can tell it's making you uncomfortable. We don't have to talk about it. Well, you know, so I feel like, I feel like this. Everything in life is going to have the good and the bad in it. Oh, from man, from talking about, oh man, the teacher's stick, man, I think, I think I'm going to get with it. Um, in school and school. <laughs> is it a teacher thick? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I cannot. So let me ask you this, son. Um, have you ever felt for yourself or um for other African children at your school? Have you ever felt like anyone has been discriminated against or that, you know, um, do you see any like kind of racism when it comes from like white teachers to black students or or Hispanic students? Um, at the whole school, no, but at this school, I don't feel like any of the kids are racist. I feel like some of the teachers are racist, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not really the kids. It's mostly like some of the workers that work there work at the school. Okay. So, does how does that make you feel? Is it uncomfortable knowing that, you know, you are at school with teachers or administrators that could possibly not like you because of your skin color? Yeah, there was, there's one of my friends. Um, he's black, and his teacher, um, he um, he was talking to one of his friends to um, to help him with one of these um, assignment answers because he didn't get it, and the teacher was already helping somebody. So um, she had him talking, and he was like, and she was like, detention step. And um, his friend was white. He was like, wait, he was, he was just asking a question. He was like, no, I don't care. And he was like, uh, to the white person, to you, you just get a step. Okay, so the white kid did not get as harsh of a punishment as the black kid did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, little things like that you notice. I mean, when we came to your school for open house, one of your teachers, which we will not name on the show, she literally greeted all the other parents, like said hello to them and everything. And then when we came up, she wouldn't even look at us. She wouldn't even look at us in the eyes. And she's the same teacher where every, you know, none of your teachers ever come to me. And I was like, oh my God, Elijah was misbehaving. But this one teacher, it was like two or three times where she was writing me emails about you. And so it was just like, it was no coincidence to me that this woman could not even look me in the eyes when I met her. He was one of the best kids at the school. He was a different color. And she just kept on looking at me like if I was doing like that. She just just kept on, she was just like. And, And see, that's what it does. See, the problem is these are white women teachers. So number one, she's a woman. So that's the total opposite of you. She can't relate to you as a boy. And then she's white. That's another total opposite of you. So it's extremely hard for them as white women to look at you, a black boy, and relate or understand you in any way, shape, or form. So when she would, every every little thing you blink wrong, she's writing me an email about you. I'm like, I finally asked her. I was like, listen, why am I not getting reports about having behavior issues with him from any other teacher why is it just you then I said I would like to have a conference 
And then when I said I wanted to have a conference, she acted like she didn't want to reply to my email and had nothing to say. And it, and it, it just brought, you know, I'm not used to that because we did have homeschool for so long. I'm not used to having to deal with the fact that there are teachers that are racist. I feel like the kids in that class doesn't respect her because the way she acts on um, the other students, I feel like they notice what she's doing. Mm. So I feel she's like, why don't y'all listen to me? And she was like, why don't y'all respect me? And um, it was, and then it, we just ignored her because we was like, you don't respect us as, as students. Mm. So why would we respect you for being mean and um, yelling at us for getting a test answer wrong. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, that's a very good point that you just brought up, son, because for some reason, some adults feel like children don't deserve respect. They feel like because you're a kid, they don't have to respect you or be kind to you. And I am, I'm proud again to, to know that you see that if you're disrespected, you can tell and that you know that you don't deserve to be disrespected. And that's a very good life lesson to show. You get back what you put out. If the teacher want to disrespect people, you know, now she upset when she getting disrespect back or if she want to discriminate yeah, against people. It was like, um, don't you say treat people the way you want to be treated? Mm-hmm. And um, she was she got quiet after that. And everyone was like, yeah, don't people say that? And then mm-hmm. she was just like. Now, it's the... The but thing I is, feel son, like that was out of place. I feel like you don't, like you don't really put that out there because, like, just because you treat them bad doesn't mean like you can't say that phrase and just do it. Well, see, it's kind of like um, it's kind of difficult because you know you are aware that things like this happen and they happen a lot in the public school system, and it's very common for white teachers to be racist towards their black students. Um. The thing is, you as a child, it's it's a very, I feel sometimes very conflicted because a part of me wants to say where if you do feel like someone is racist or discriminatory against you to stand up for yourself, but at the same time, um, you are a child and it's not appropriate for a child to kind of go at an adult in that manner. So in those instances, if you do experience, and this is for any black children, if you do experience any kind of racism or discrimination in that moment, I know it's very hurtful. You know, it's very hurtful to be treated different because of your skin color, but you have to re- practice self-control and just tell your mom, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, mom is going to come through. This is why I don't, I don't even. Like, don't even what? But why you don't even tell me stuff? Yeah, because you know that when you do tell me, you know mama coming through. You already know me, baby. You already know. And so I'm glad you know that. So you know, if it ain't that big a deal, I ain't even going to tell my mama. But if it's something that it's a big deal and it's time for mama lying to come through, you got to tell me. You get older. I don't mind you handling little instances on your own. Okay, I understand. I'm not going to be the mama who's sweeping and... And save you from everything in your life. You are, you're going to be a man. You got to know how to handle yourself. But when it comes to something, if it's something really serious where somebody really disrespected or tried you, you better let me know. Okay? Okay. Because you know your mama. And you already know. Wait, what happened? No! Anyway. 
We got to continue. So, um, anyway, son, I'm glad that, you know, you understand that. Um, so I feel like the conclusion that we have came to after interviewing the expert is homeschool is better when it comes to, um, you know, you control what you learn, you control, you know, who is in the school with you. Um, it's not really bullying or materialism or social oh, media and stuff like that. Um, but the downside is they don't have things like PE and bigger schools and equipment and stuff like that. And it seems like with public school, it's kind of better because the school's bigger. There's more stuff to do and, and stuff like that. But then you deal with the issue when it comes more towards other students and bullying and stuff like that. Is that pretty accurate as to what your, yeah. what your opinion and is? that they say. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very helpful information, and um, it really means a lot to me that uh, you can open up and be honest and talk to me about these things and, you know, be generous enough to share what you think with other people so it can help other people as well, okay? Okay. Well, thank you for coming on my show, son. I love you so much, son. Mm. My favorite guest ever. Let me get some love. Mwah. Love you so much. Thank you, son. Oh. Um, bye, y'all. I <laughs> hope you have a good night. <laughs>